Let's see how it goes. And we're live. Hey, welcome to Boring Conversation Anyway, episode 50. Can you believe 50 episodes of this? Never mind. Uh, we're back. Uh, unfortunately, Sith Lord 229 and Wit cannot be here yet again, but um, uh, we're going to have some little added bonus extras with them at the audio version of the show, hopefully. But uh, we're here with probably the finest panel I think we've ever had on this show. We've got uh, show regular. <laughs> He's doing it again. <laughs> uh, from DarkSideToys.com, Mr. Uh, um, Crazy hat over there. Say hello to everybody, sir. How you doing? <laughs> all right. He loves his Google Plus. He loves his I mean, Google Plus. this is great, man. Look at all this crap. I can put this, this headband. <laughs> if you watched episode 49, it's going to repeat the same thing. I, had, uh, look, I, I, really... I got such an enormous head. I'd like to take this hat off. Hang on here. It'll look a lot better if I take this hat off. There we Everybody go. Let's get used to this for the whole. Now I'm like fucking. I'm like um, carrying to fire now. Okay, go ahead. All right, go fire. This is this is like having my virtual bookmarks here I'm today. Sorry. It's, uh, I'm sorry. The place is shop and also yakface.com. Nice to meet you, finally, Jason, as well. Good to good to be here. Good. Uh, Paul from Jedi Temple Archives again. Another bookmark of mine. How you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Good, good. You're welcome, you're welcome. And, of course, Tamer, who's been on many times before. Tamer from ImperialShipyards.net. How are you, sir? Back. Pretty good. How I, about love, I love that room of yours. It's just every time I see it, people say, oh, I love your, your collection flag out, but I'm telling you, yours is like... Uh, we've talked about that one before, but never mind. Dude, it's I'm looking at the Sideshow stuff. Let's swap. Let's swap. I like that one a whole lot better, <laughs> trust me. So, Luke, we're going to start this off today um, in just a moment. If you're watching this, we're live on YouTube here uh, as well at Broadcasting. So uh, join in and uh, leave a comment if you want to. And uh, we can ask some of the panel. There's quite a few people already watching. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so we'll ask some questions of the, the guys that are on here um, pretty soon. After the show is finished, if, the, if you want to get an audio version of this in MP3, there'll be a link underneath on YouTube to download that. And also, all of the things we talk about today, all the show notes and all the links that we talk about, they'll also be underneath as well. So just give that about 24 hours after the show goes live or out there, and uh, that will be there. So, look, first things first, um, we did have a very planned and managed show coming ahead, but it's all going to pot already because we've had a link shared by... Um, Eddie, I don't know what this is. Okay, uh, listen. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to share this thing. Okay, share the link, and I'll tell the story quickly, and then we'll get started. We'll talk about Star Wars stuff. As I was on eBay right prior to the show, I was reviewing the notes, and I, I remembered this like life life size or lifelike Yoda. So I, I googled lifelike, and I came up with these all these like eerie freaking dolls. And I thought to myself, I was like, <clears throat> I started looking at them because it was just like it's like a it's like a you know like a train wreck or something. You're like I gotta keep looking at these things. They're so weird. And I thought what the is podcast really some yes is that not crazy? Look at that stuff. It's insane. Why would you? <laughs> That's buy that? really scary, actually. I mean, but I thought wouldn't it be a the podcast? Wouldn't it be just infinitely better if we just talked about <laughs> the weird shit we could find on eBay? Not the Star Wars <laughs> boring stuff that you know like four people are gonna watch. It's, it's like this is like. This right here is gold so right here. The, Look at it. It's the... got 81 watchers. God, I can't even imagine there'd be 81 people would find it interesting. So this isn't the baby of uh, Han Solo and Princess Leia then we're looking at. No, there's no Star Wars connection here. What? $1,350. I know. That's insane. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, well, uh, that's enough of that one. I feel like a worse but... person for just even looking at it. Okay, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> My bad. Keep Not going. My bad. So, 
we're going to go straight on and talk about some of the uh, probably one of my favorites this year, and it's going to come up again. But uh, Jason, you shared this on uh, your Facebook page, and we kind of I kind of linked it, of course, everywhere. Sithfire Creations—they're kind of friend and colleague of yours, aren't they? Yes. Yes. So how come he's managed to get these early? Is it, I take it from one of the Chinese sellers or something? Yeah. Or you, yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's what I read. The Stormtrooper oh. six inches is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I'm sharing that on screen for you guys. You can see it, maybe. Um, is that sharing for you guys? I don't know. Nope. Uh, but, no, let me just see if I can share that again. As usual, we do things live here. It's all very, very slick. You know what? Uh, okay. Share that again. Uh, That's Jason. There we go. Can we see that? Can you guys see what I'm sharing now? Is that no? Yes. I see your face. You see my face. That's not a good thing to see. Uh, let me see if I can share this again here. Come on. There we go. Get away this time. So there we go. Six inch black series stormtroopers. Yep. There it and, is. And uh, as Jason was saying, the Sith Fire Creations, who, that guy does some stunning stuff, particularly on the lines of uh, aliens. Yeah, he's and, um, amazing with his talent. Yeah, that guy's unbelievable. But um, cannot wait to get those. Absolutely cannot wait to get those. Eddie, you're going to be absolutely cleaned out of these things because uh, they're. There's only one in the wave. There's no. Maybe you haven't heard anything yeah, at, at all about any kind of. Hasbro needs to kick in the for that. You're gonna get me started. <laughs> you're just you're just like poking me right now, and then I'm just gonna go off on this whole tangent about the case packs. But they need a kick in the nuts. I'm telling yeah. you, whatever they start this shit about, hey, we can't do it because of the tooling and all, they fucking lying. You know, they're just <laughs> fucking. Li- I promise you, they're fucking lying. If McFarlane Toys can do it, they can do it. You know, they've offered assortments in the past. I was just looking back at some past solicitations that we got because I knew I was going to get off on this tangent tonight. And they had a case pack of Clone Wars where they had five Anakins and five of the same clone trooper. So anytime they say they can't do it because of the tooling capacity, they're just lying, okay? This right here, <laughs> this case pack should be two stormtroopers. I agree. I agree. Can you see? It's just, this, this thing's going to be amazing. It's awesome. This is, it's just, listen, it's going to make me – It's. People are going to be pissed because the price is going to be through the roof, and people mm-hmm. are going to be selling them for fifty dollars. And I don't blame them; I'd be pissed about it too. It's terrible. Yeah. What about what just, are you guys here, Jason? What do you what do you think about this? Are you um you're a long time long time site and long time Star Wars collector as well? You faced the Hasbro wars of uh, packings before. What do you think of this? Are, are they just? Are they nuts? You know, I you know I I understand the. Or the need to carry for certain figures, but the ones they do don't make sense most of the time. You know, I, yeah, I could see carrying forward, you know, popular characters and you know, A tier characters, but when you have, if they're like soldier or army based type of characters, it makes sense to double up on mm. on those type of characters. But they never like, seem to. Who wants? Okay. Who wants only one stormtrooper? Exactly. Okay. All right. Let's just have it out right here. Okay. <laughs> this is where it's going. Okay. We're gonna just talk about the case packs. All right. They need to get out of the predicting business. This is what's fucking up everything. Okay. This whole we're, these case packs. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm really lit up right now. But these case packs that they make, because they refuse to solicit solid case packs, that's what makes the the secondary market or the prices that people have to pay for these figures shoot through the roof. Because for every for every Mara Jade, I have to buy one of those shitty 41st Elite Clone Troopers that we can't give away for five dollars. Wrong. That's right. I mean, that's what makes the price go up. I mean, they make these case packs for. 
you know, for profit. Uh, the, 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 no, they make them for the large WalMarts and Targets and, and Toys R Us because those places they cut them. You know, they they play to a wider base. They're going to get the moms and the dads and stuff like that. But the online guys like me and like you know, even to a larger extent, BBTS and EE and those guys like that. You know, if they buy them and they choose to sell singles, which EE won't sell singles. They got to. They have to price them differently, and that's what pisses people off. I know it sucks. I hate having to price stuff differently. I hate having to mark this stuff up like the figures that are in demand. But we just cannot. You cannot price them at suggested retail. You'll lose money. Because I can't lose. Yeah. Whole, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna lose money. Everybody's gonna buy all the Darth Pelagius or the Marjades, and I'm gonna be stuck with all these other crappy 40 Years Elite or clone pilots or the garbage you can't give away. So they yeah. need to just have. An online case assortment. If they just let us buy solid case packs, then we could sell them at suggested retail, and that would keep the price down, and people would be happy. You know, I would love nothing more than to sell Marjade at ten dollars, or, or yeah, Boba Fett, Black Series. Yes, exactly. That's absolutely right. I know it's. I know that there are people, online guys, who are douchebags who like to mark shit up and just sell it crazy high. I'd like to think we're not one of those people. But um, it's just sometimes you have it's to. Hasbro. Yeah, it's just Hasbro and these case packs. They will not, you know, they just do not work for online retailers. So, anyway, there oh. we go. <laughs> good rant, good rant. Okay, I feel um, better now. <laughs> Paul, you um, posted quite a few links about this uh, problematic clone, uh, and you've been really eagle-eyed as you've always been in the past about this uh, inconsistency here. And you got you had a report back from Hasbro to say that um, this was being corrected, but I mean. When are we likely going to see that thing? Are you talking about the 41st Elite Corps? Yeah. yeah. That was actually not my report. Rebel Scum did that report that they reached oh, out to Hasbro. Oh, yeah, I was kind of like uh, not really believing that report too much because I've heard of things getting changed throughout the years and they it's never happened. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 I just, just hope it doesn't. I can just go on the record and say, I hope it doesn't. I hope they leave it the way it is because he sucks. All right, don't ship him in any more case packs. We don't want him. Nobody yeah, else. I mean, he's discounted everywhere. So he well, sucks. I think if he was if he was properly decorated, he would sell because it's a lot of people yeah, love the gray clone trooper. He's my yeah, favorite. I mean, he might he may sell a little better. Yeah, but he just. They gotta fix that helmet though, which drives me crazy. That squidgy helmet, but uh. Oh, it's horrible. It's it's nasty. Tamer, what about you? Are you are you a, a, a person for this clone? What do you think? Should they just scrap this thing, or, or should they repaint it properly and make it available, or apologize and send you the right one, which sometimes a lot of retailers should be doing? Well, that one kind of reminds me of that two twelve clone that had all the yellowing on. If you guys can remember that one, oh it's god, it's like, horrible. Here we go again. Yeah. And it's just like with the with the Wave 1 case assortments and the Wave 2 case assortments, it's like what doomed the vintage line, right? The, mm. you know, so much Wave 1 still on the pegs. And I don't know about you guys in your stores, but all my stores seem to stock is Wave 1 again and again and again and again. I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, it's a well. I, I think we cut. I think you can cut Hasbro a little bit of slack here because they. I think that when they made these case assortments, when they were when they were making these figures, they're planning this out. They thought that, that perhaps there would be Attack of the Clones and Revenge of Sith 3D in the theaters to you know they would have those movies in theaters that would support the you know the support you know for the for that line. So I'll cut them a pass on that. But uh, again, man. God, I just like to just punch them in the nuts for these case packs. Man, just you must have no idea how much money it costs me. 
Well, I we're guess feel, so. we're feeling the love from uh, from uh, from half thousands of dollars. I hope they're not listening. Um, I hope they so, are listening. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mad about Did, it. <laughs> Seymour, um, you posted a link. I'm just going to share it just now. You again, you're another well-known site for uh, customs, and uh, this appeared on your site just the other day. If you maybe you can tell us a little bit about this. This uh, guy's produced this beautiful diorama, Hembel's Creations. You posted. Uh, hopefully, I'm sharing that on screen for you guys. You can see it. I don't know. Yeah, your video's gone out for me. Is it? Okay, let's see if that'll work. There we work. go. Is that better? There we go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. that's this yep. the this beautiful looking uh, creation yeah. that someone. Um, Tim, yeah. do you know much about this besides the guy uh, who, who made this? Oh yeah, he's an Australian customizer called Ron Embling. Just, I mean, he's been waiting to get his hands on these six-inch, you know, sand troopers for a while. That's that's his favorite character. But he's made a couple different versions now. From I see the hardened on the screen now to the. Yeah. Did you see the firestorm one? Uh, that's a really cool one too. That he, he actually wow. used a a cloud, a three and three quarter inch cloud car pilot. That's the mask that you see over that one's face. I mean, this guy. I mean, just that's very just nice guy. Stunning. And and you ought to see like the the Joe work. He just created an adventure team for a custom contest we just had, which blew everybody away. Really cool. I mean, this guy does everything. He's got like three or four projects going on at some time. But one neat thing about him is what he likes to do is like get him in some type of iconic pose, and then he fills in the joints, uh, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, you know epoxy, and then you know paints everything all up. So it's just a really gorgeous statue. And oh, let me show you. See if I can show you this one. I don't know if you can see. I can't see it on screen now. But one of his works. Can you see that? Can you guys see that? Yeah, we saw. Yeah, I saw it for a Can you see that AT AT heavy gunner right there? Let's see. That's one of his creations too. Uh, that's just fantastic. I mean, the guy just does awesome work. Really nice guy to boot. Uh, <laughs> I even contacted him to create a custom Phantom of the Mask uh, uh, for my daughter, which he did. Just a really cool guy. But yeah, his his Star Wars work is is over the top. Mm. It, it's it's stunning stuff. Even the stuff I was looking at there for three and three quarters is uh, is pretty spectacular. I mean, he's even using some of the uh, Hasbro items, but it's just the the overall finish that he adds to it. It's beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. Jason, I'm going to pull back to you in a, for a second. There was something which, uh, and I'll just share this on screen as well uh, in just a second. Uh, you posted quite a good article last night. I was reading just before we put the show. The state of the Black Series, Eddie. Now, now, come. I'm gonna try to hold my tongue. I'm gonna let somebody <laughs> other speak. I'm gonna hold my tongue but, and I'm gonna try. Um, I think what he does is raises a really good uh, question here is Amazon have basically just, just they're basically uh, the thrashing prices, or as I've said here in the notes, trashed prices. I mean, they're, they're selling off figures here at uh, $2.50. And Jason, you'd said here that um, the line may be in trouble. Uh, is this something you think you've seen from before in the past, or you just think this is, this is going to cause the line to crash with this, this incredibly low prices? Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything like this in forever. <laughs> not on not on this scale. Um, you know, maybe local or you know on the retail level. Um, you know, specific stores, but not like a major line like or major carrier like Amazon blowing figures out for less than half price. It, it, it's just. Um... 
It, it does seem to concern me a little bit as well. I mean, look, for a lot of us, it's a fantastic price to be able to buy something, that kind of thing. But, I mean, for, for retailers like Eddie, and there's there's lots of them, um, this is this is not very fair, not very good. Mind you, I mean, these deals don't last for long, and Amazon do pack like they kind of, you know, average figures looking as if they've been rolled up in a postal tube, so the packaging's pretty awful most of the time. So, um, I, I don't know, I just... I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you why. Because this is typical of what Amazon will do. They will price, they will, you know, they they operate on razor-thin margins as it is. So it's not uncommon for them to take something. I mean, th these figures, are, let's, let's be honest, these first two waves suck. Okay, there's out, outside of a couple of figures. That <laughs> is that unanimous from everybody? Yeah, why I mean, do they I think start with waves like that? Well, again, it goes back to what we talked about with the movies. Oh. The movies are going to be the butt. So I think that they're probably they're probably in the same boat that a lot of retailers are when they sell singles like that. Is that they're sitting on just a boatload of clone pilots and a boatload of these other ones. So the figures that are, you know, marked down crazy cheap are the ones that. Have sold slow, have sold slowly. I mean, they mm. that's that's sort of the you know that's sort of the, the market. Amazon they they will mark stuff down and down and down and down until it's just all gone. So um, I, I'm yeah. not sure if I agree that the first two waves suck. That's just me though. Yeah. No, like it, it, it's the, it is a mixed wave. Would that be fair? Would that be fair to say it's a. Uh... Um, it, it may uh, have not been the first, the, the first good choice for an inaugural wave, but um, that, that clone pilot is amazing, in my opinion. I, 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 I agree with it. that. You yeah. may the like the it. figure. You may like the, I'm talking from 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 a sales perspective. Retail you may perspective. like the figure. Yeah, yeah sure. you may like the figure, but he he sold incredibly slow. I mean, people mm. have not for for it um, mm. for a troop builder. People aren't troop building him. Not at least not from what we've seen, and we're not and we're pricing him cheap, I and mean, we've had him. Less than six bucks forever, and he's—I think he's like four dollars now. So it's, yeah, he's just not sold very well. He's not sold very well at all. So, I agree with you, Paulie, and, and, and I see both your perspectives as well. And yeah, I think we'll you're here. right, Paul. It's definitely a good figure, uh, but you're right. It's not one I think that's driving a lot of sales, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's left on the pegs for us too. Okay, um, I'll, I'll take a look at the wave right now. So the biker scout is a decent, is a good figure. I mean, you could argue whether or not he's yeah, not as good as the old one, but he's a good figure. <laughs> which, which version? He's good. He's a, the Anakin <laughs> blows. Okay, another Anakin Skywalker that we I like don't need. That he sucks. He's good. They don't need another Anakin. A clone sergeant, simple repaint. Darth Vader, which they're going to have a Darth Vader. I'm looking at. I'm, I'm looking over because I'm looking at all the case packs right here. What we have, Luke Skywalker, which is good. He doesn't look like a corpse anymore. So that was a decent one. That's that was true. A good <laughs> and the um, pancake on the head. Yeah, yeah. So the clone, <laughs> the clone pilot sucks. <laughs> and the, uh, the Amidala, Padme Amidala, she's a good. She's a good figure. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bad wave. It sucks a no. hard word then. <laughs> um, imagine yeah. if wave two was wave one. Yeah. Yeah, it would be better. Yeah. You know, point. They, they just they just give it it's so frustrating it, because you just it's kind get, of a transition wave, the first wave was. You know? Yeah. When you're forced to buy twelve figures, you buy a case and you get twelve figures and there's only really four or five that are really really, really good. You know they could do a lot better. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean well, okay, Maramu, I mean I mean I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pablo Jill, I'm looking at the cases. That was a good one. Pablo Jill was quality, the stormtrooper's quality. Yeah, you do like that, yeah. Uh the stormtrooper's not stormtrooper. quality. <laughs> Don't I think no he's okay. Anyway. I think he's okay. Nah, he sucks. I love insects. My daughter yeah, loves that stormtrooper. <laughs> as long as he doesn't have the removable helmet, the whole removable helmet one totally blows. 
that one, that one I, I saw your video with the little piece, the little uh, diorama piece that you that you uploaded on. God, Galactic that's... Marriage, we'll talk about that. Yes! We'll talk about that. God, that Stormtrooper <laughs> sucks so bad. <laughs> well, moving on, just that's on the same Black topic, series though. one. And Big Darklighter, another one. They going, ship way too many of them. Okay. Going back to no, no, you're right. I, look, it's the, we're all passionate about toys, that's for sure. So, yeah. but um, Paul, you posted um, a piece about this uh, fourteen thousand uh, vintage collection figures <laughs> land in Germany. Um, and Eddie, we'll come to you in a minute because I know you've got a theory or, or you know a little more about this. But um, wow, this is a lot of vintage figures. Uh, and yeah. one of your readers shared this. Um, I'm just stunned that these continue to turn up. We actually had some here in Australia arrive one night. I turned a corner in our version of Walmart, and there's a wall of, do- of figures for $5, and it's pretty much the same ones. Any idea, or did you get any more from Volker C as to, to why this was, or what's going on? Um, no, I was still waiting for a follow I, I posted a second follow-up today, but uh, not the answers I was looking for. Uh, what I'm very perplexed about is the... Um, we, we call it Wave 14 on our site, the uh, Shea Vizsla Wave. Yep. That um, that was never supposed to come to Europe when yeah. Hasbro first announced those greatest hits waves, and, and now they're showing up there. I mean, they're getting Starkiller. They're getting, you know, all the uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, all the great figures. So I, I think Hasbro just changes their mind, you know, daily <laughs> on, these, on the vintage collection. It's cheaper and, and, to ship them there than to ship them over, all the way back over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah seriously. You may have a point there, actually. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. It's, uh, it's. I mean, the vintage collection really just has not died. Um, you know, we're talking about the death of the vintage collection, and it's gone away. But ultimately, it's it's not going anywhere. It's just going to bargain still stores. Still passion for it, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. Um, we're still going to be seeing these, I think, by the time we get around to. Um, uh, have they come year. back? <laughs> uh, no, well, no, I'll come back. By the time it comes back, we'll still be seeing them. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing your notes in here, Eddie, that you've added about uh, about this as well. well <laughs> which I'm really not going to read out loud. Okay, all right. I'm just going to say it's it's that wave about the greatest hits. That press release was a complete fraud. Okay? Yeah, I, there was oh. never a greatest hits. Okay, yeah. I'm telling you. They never solicited a greatest hits. All they mm-hmm. did was the existing case assortments that they had. They just held them over. That's all they did. So these yeah. case assortments, this this assortment here that they're shipping. I'm looking. Uh, I had I pulled the solicitation up right here. Let me take a look at it here. That's fine. Is it uh is it assortment? Is it E case? Yeah, E case and H case were available for more than 12 months to retailers here in the U.S. So for I mean on on the Starkiller way, which one is that? Hold on. My eyes, I'm sorry. Probably H. Uh, H. I think it is H, yeah. We ordered a little bit over 500 cases of H-Wave ourselves in a, in a, over, the whole, over the whole year. That sure. assortment was widely – I mean, you could have gotten them. The Walmart and Target and Toys R Us, they chose not to order them. It wasn't because yeah. Hasbro didn't. Yeah. It wasn't because Walmart – I mean, it wasn't because Hasbro didn't available. make them available. They were available – They've been available for over a year. Hasbro, I mean, they held them. Generally speaking, at the end of the year, those those assortments aren't held over. They held them over because they had a warehouse full of them that Walmart, Target, and Toys R Us didn't buy. Now you could, I mean, we know the reason why they didn't buy them is because the shitty Episode One figure sat on the pegs for a year, and so they just uh, they, they didn't pull them yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the real reason that they didn't ship to to the stores. So, uh, what, you guys what agree with that? Well, my Target just finally sold out of its last um, Naboo soldier, 
uh, Battle Droid <laughs> and Qui Gon, and you know what? It, it's December, and that store that I go to, you know, it's just a couple blocks away, has never received the Black Series line, and it's because their you know their trigger for reordering you know new new figures is so low that I mean there was three three of those vintage figures on the pegs for probably six months or maybe a little less but still I've never never seen a refresh of those those pegs there so and I go you, there Jason, like every day so, so you go to Target every day you go to Walmart you do toy pretty, runs pretty, and not so much Walmart because they they've been sitting on you know. Darth Maul figures, you know, packaged figures Same ones. forever. Sure. You know, yeah. Sure. And what about you, Paul? Do you do toy runs? Do you go on toy runs consistently? You do this, okay? Daily, daily. Ta- Tamer or you, you do the same thing. You go on toy runs, okay? Yeah, I used to go on toy runs too. I was an obsessive before I got into this business. I never bought a single figure online. I was an obsessive collector. I was commuting at about 120 miles a day between school and, and where I lived, and I would hit 15 or 16 stores a day, and I never, ever had to buy anything online. Now, I quit collecting right about Revenge of the Sith, so I, I you know, I didn't store, it was, action figures were more readily available. But within the last, really, really pretty much since Legacy, 2008, 2009, I mean, the department, Walmart, Targets, they just don't give a shit about toys anymore. They just you cannot if you if if you really are a completist and you want you want everything you almost have to order online. I'm not saying you got to order from us. I'm just saying if you want to find stuff, you got to go online to look for it. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier, preaching about the case assortments. If people are having to go online to shop, make it easier for them to be able to get the products that they want. Sure. You know, you don't want to. I don't want to have to charge crazy prices for this shit. I'd love to charge suggested retail. You know, they still make these case packs, one size fits all, for Walmart, Target, and it does not work for us. So yeah, that's well, work. Yeah, there's that, and you know, like where, let's say the line, there's a relaunch of a line like the Black Series. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to jump in on the ground floor of you know Wave One at retail. You could buy, let's say, a Wave Two revision case or yes. a Wave One revision case. Get all of the figures from Wave One and get some new figures from Wave Two, and be done. You know, it's that might not be the perfect example, but you might have to pick up one or two figures at retail. And they might not be the hard ones to find yeah. that would would be carry forward figures. I'm just saying that ultimately it sucks from a consumer from, from not my perspective from just average Joe buyer. It sucks that it's this hard to find the stuff that you want. The, it is. Or, or, it, it, or if you if you can find it, it's going to cost you an arm and leg. That's te- I mean that's awful that that the prices are like that. I agree. I hate it. I mean we don't. I don't get any joy by marking stuff up way over. Oh, way over retail price. I'd love to sell all this stuff at suggested retail. But Hasbro makes you'd, it impossible. You'd sell more. <laughs> yes, a lot more. People would be a lot happier. Really, I, I mean, but it's kind of like... I feel it's that, a little bit like Hunger Game. That's like, sorry, when you go, Jason. I was going to say, and that comes back around to how Amazon is pricing their stuff. You're like, they're, they want to make a sale. And, you know, they're, they're pricing things very aggressively. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hurting you know places like you know Dorkside yeah. Toys and or, yeah, Entertainment sure. Earth and everything else. Sure. I mean, it's and they could make sales at the or make price changes at the drop of a hat. And there's no well, way toy, individual retailers like you could keep up. 
Sure. Like I mean, that. it's it's because yeah, yeah, right. You're our business is toys. Amazon's business is not toys. It's everything. Right. So they don't have to make much money on toys. If they can right. probably not make any money on toys, and they don't care, they're making it up in golf clubs or whatever else. You know, who knows? But yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't. I mean, I don't like it. There's not anything I could do about it. I'm not gonna. You know, scream Amazon's evil. I know. I mean, hell, shit. I get excited about it too if I can find something on their great price. Um, but uh, you know, I just wish that Hasbro would make it easier for us to price stuff competitively. So yeah, I think it's the quality of toys is really concerning me as well over the years. I mean, it's uh, uh, and Paul Tamer. I mean, they have been joining, but. It's crap in stores. The stuff we see anyway is that you guys still get a whole lot more, uh, you know, than we do here in the sticks. Um, but it's just, uh, you know, it's limited articulation stuff, and it's kind of, I don't really see any of it selling at all. But do you think it's selling in your area? Is, is the kind of limited stuff and the kind of crappy 12-inch bubble bath uh, kind of figures, um, you know, the ones I mean, the Anakin and the Clone Trippers and whatnot? Do they sell? Are they shifting, or are we just mad collectors that must have them all? Most of the targets in my area, <clears throat> and I, I hit Target more frequently than any of the other retailers. Um, Saga Legends are pretty much sold out. Maybe a couple, you know, they're still in the first wave, obviously, but you know, there may be one or two figures hanging on the pegs. And Mission Series are selling fairly well, and the stores that have um, Black Series are sitting on, you know, the Peg warmers, the the sure. bigs, the Vaders, the <clears throat> a couple of the colon troopers. But otherwise, I think just because of the price point, some of those Saga Legends figures, despite their limited articulation, are moving. And I think that's based solely on price. I don't I don't think the people that are buying those and know what they're buying know that there's only a five point of articulation there. Yeah. Sure. I think that's a good thing, though. I mean, I'm not one of those people who gets upset about the. I mean, I, I, we got these the Wave Two Mission series in the 3PO and R2 and the Butthole series in last week. I think it was, and I think they're they look awesome. great. Yes, they're great. I was telling, I was telling Fly God last night this this 3PO is better than any 3PO I think we've ever gotten. I mean, I hold him up to the camera. He's awesome looking. And the R2-D2 is, is really good, too. He doesn't have any gimmicky third leg or anything. He's just a good-looking action figure. He's cool. So, um, yeah, anything that they could do to get the price down. I mean, that's a good. Ten bucks for this, too, is a well, good deal. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Tamer, yeah. you're very quiet in this poll. You guys are very quiet in this. Are you, are you quite enjoying these cheaper price point figures that are in stores, or are you just both kind of like me yearning for the, the vintage collection back again? Or what's your preferences? Uh Tamer, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, I'm kind of like uh, what you just said. I want the vintage collection back. This limited articulation, you know, is just awful. <laughs> I mean, I see 5POA, and it's like blasphemy. And it's like even, you know, you get a new Black Series figure like Mara Jade, and I know people have issues with her face sculpt and her big hair, but daggone it, man, that's a nice figure. Fully articulated, she'll assume any pose you want. Uh, you know, she's going to make my top five list that we're going to talk about later on. My daughter loves her. Matter of fact, she might be playing with her right now. It's a great <laughs> figure top a little Yeah. We need our articulation. Oh. We need our articulation, Hasbro. Well, we seem to I mean, be in the middle of picked up, I picked up one. I picked up the Vader with that new droid, but 
I just I couldn't bring myself to pick up any of them or the Saga Legends. So you should get the three uh, PSR two. You should get it. It's a good really? pack. Think so? It is a good pack. Yes, it the figures themselves are really well done. I mean, they're just you know I think they're outstanding. The likenesses looks great. Um, I mean that's Evan good. It's good. To, yeah, it's good to get something. It's good to get for ten bucks. This is easily more worth ten bucks than that shitty clone pilot for ten dollars. Forty first elite. Okay. This is, the old, this is much. I know. I'm just. It's because I've got fucking three hundred of them here. Okay. I'm, I'm biased. All right. I, I, I make no apologies for it. But this is a much better deal for ten dollars. What do you think, Paul? Is, is, is these uh, two figures a good deal for $10, or are you like Tamer and I, I guess? You split um, in the camp? What do you think? I'll, I'll answer that in one second. I, I just want to say my name is not backwards because I'm retarded. I don't know what I did wrong. No, no. <laughs> it, it, it's just right here. That's right. It displays properly. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually um, I, I find myself having multiple personality disorder when it comes to the you know, Saga Legends Mission Mission Series line and the Black Series. I, I hate them one minute and then I like them. I, I think it depends on the character. I, I really did fall for the 3PO and R2-D2 uh, set. They're done really well. Um, there, there's a deep detail in C-3PO that they've never incorporated on a, fig, on a figure of him before, and that's the three uh, little lights, on, eyes. lights yeah. on his eyes. And uh, I, was, I was blown away by that. I mean, it's not perfectly centered and... Uh, Maybe they could do it better, but man, that's a detail that really Sideshow only has captured before. So I, I was really impressed with that. Um, I I share Tamer's perspective that five POAs is like from from the Stone Age, but um, if you can look at it as it's like a retro line that's you know celebrating our roots without sounding like a Hasbro kiss up. I I mean that. That's the way I've been trying to look at it. I, I think the prequel trilogy stuff is really brutal in the line. Uh, there's a couple mm. good exceptions, but I, I kind of dig the original trilogy stuff. And the I, I love the um, I love the Obi Wan from the uh, Darth Maul two pack too. I thought I thought that was done really well. Horrible paint job. They got they got to tighten that up, but really good solid sculpts. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Eddie last night about this. The, the, the Boba Fett, of course, I had to buy the Boba Fett, but um, it's, nice. it's a good figure. It is a nice figure. It's well painted, and if we'd had that, and the point I think we both agreed on is, uh, if we'd had this figure when we were all younger kids when Star Wars originally came out, that would have blown you away compared sure. to the very basic. I mean, there's nostalgia value for those figures now, but um, it's it, there's definitely a market for it. Hasbro aren't daft, but um, I, I think it, it does. As far as the as far as the Saga Legends goes, and this is, you know, we brought these. We didn't bring Wave One in, but we brought Wave Two in. If it gets more Star Wars figures in kids' hands, I think that's a good deal. That's I don't think true. a ten. I don't think a ten dollar, a ten dollar action figure is a, a ten dollar Star Wars action figure is, is a great deal for a kid to play with. Like they don't. I don't think they give a crap about having. I, I don't feel cheated. I mean, I had Star Wars figures as a child. I love. I mean, I'm in this business because I love Star Wars toys. Okay, I don't feel cheated one bit that my Han Solo, when I was a kid, the knees didn't bend. I think for <laughs> children, this is great. If it gets more toys in the kids of hand, you know, it's going to be better for the Star Wars brand in in total. Okay, more kids I play with Star Wars toys. We get what we want. I agree. I like. I like all the articulated stuff. And if if they have to do some crap to get for me to get what I want. I'm all for it. Yeah, Sorry, but Paul, the, only, 
the only point to that is that it's it's a it's a new modern era. It's new technology, and I mean, kids are playing with electronic devices now that we never had. So sure. I, I'm not sure if uh, they, they'll swallow five points of articulation when they know that Hasbro's made you know 14 points or, or more. I, I don't know. I, I don't know the state of their minds, but well, to that point, um, like the big thing right now is that Disney Infinities game, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't think there's any articulation to any of those figures, mm-hmm. and those sure. things sell extremely well. Yeah, that's like Skylanders. Yeah, interactive. That's you know? right. That's right. So Wouldn't it be it, great if there was a Star Wars game that was like that? Like they a have Sky- that. Oh, it's a coming. Sky- it's called Angry Birds. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. You need a virtual punch for that one right there. I'm telling you, man. Angry Birds. <laughs> But I'm, I mean, I'm serious though. Wouldn't that just uh, be Paul awesome? likes Angry Birds? <laughs> I, mean, I have that would a be fantastic. So yeah. Oh, what a joke! Oh my god, I'm an old guy. I'm gonna have a stroke if we start talking about Angry Birds. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before we have to have the uh, the the doctors in here. One thing I think we probably all can agree on, because I know we've all uh, talked about it or seen it at one point. Um, Cheering on screen there. Who's that handsome devil on that page there? Ooh. Look at that suave man there. And um, he's sharing that with your daughter, Tamer. Um, yeah. We all raved about this. Um, look, start off from your point of view, and then we'll go to you, Jason, as well. Uh, and Prob- Paul, I'm sure you've posted about it too. But Galactic Merchants, a couple of guys from New Zealand, just kicking ass uh, in terms of uh, dioramas and good stuff. What was your uh, introduction to this or your first appearance about these um, these uh, diorama pieces, Tamer? Well, uh, I want to say that the first place I actually saw them was on uh, Yak Faces Me too. Me too. Uh, Facebook page, I want to say. And then uh, uh, I talked with uh, a Casey fellow and he started showing me some of these pre-production images. Now, these are just guys that are doing some, you know, CAD CAM stuff from what I can understand and plugging it into a 3D printer and and the stuff that they're producing is stuff that, you know, I think I can speak for all of us when we said we've been wanting like play sets and, and things like this for how many years now and some of the, you know, iconic uh, scenes like the you know, space station set that we reviewed, and they're going to, they have a space cruiser set out too, and these things are just fantastic, and matter of fact, I mean, I've been trying to review these things for a week, but uh, these things have single-handedly got my daughter back into playing with her Star Wars action figures more than her Barbies, and I mean, it's been, you know, every month I try to, you know, hey, you want to go look for a Star Wars action figure? No, let's go get a Monster High doll, or you know, let's go. Look, yeah, it's just like that junk. But hey, uh, you never know with Disney. I that, high meat Star Wars. Uh, I guess, but uh, I'm telling you, these things. If these guys, and I will stand by this, if these guys could get some venture capital, I mean, you talk about somebody that could get the Star Wars license and and probably do great by it. These guys are producing just some fantastic stuff. I cannot wait to see what you know their second run is. I mean, yeah, there will be yeah. more pieces for their space station set, or more pieces for their space cruiser set. And I mean, it's just very simple construction. It's it's very sturdy. I mean, I've dropped these things. My daughter's pulled them apart a hundred times and put them back together. I mean, the the you can just play. You get to play again. I felt like I was a kid again. Mm. I love them. They're they're my number one on my list. 
They they are pretty damn good. Uh, Jason, you yeah. originally posted with these, and that's how we found out. What's your uh, introduction and thoughts on these yourself? I think you love them clearly. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, you know, it's it's filling a void that Hasbro has either just totally discounted or just you know totally wanted to avoid. It's and leave it to the general public to fill that void. You know, it's like customizers and um, fans in general. They want they want new new things, and they want to be able to have some sort of kind of say in what they want as collectors. And mm. these little scenes, you know, they're modular. They're they're everything that we've wanted for probably <laughs> five to eight years now. Is something like this and technology that is available today to the general public totally flies in the face of what you know global manufacturers can can keep up with. Well, I think this this is the thing. Maybe that uh, uh, I mean, this took a small investment, literally, in terms of the you know Hasbro's financial commitments they have, a small mm -hmm. investment, and a couple of really passionate guys, or three guys it was, uh, to get behind this. Um, and maybe this is just too small for Hasbro to really care about. They really, you know, they want huge mass market stuff. But um, what do you think, Paul? Are you, are you over these? I haven't looked, seen anything on your pages yet. Maybe you have posted, no? I, I haven't. Uh, I, I feel guilty now, though. <laughs> <Feel appropriately good. laughs> well, what do you think in general? Just even seeing them—is it something you'd want to collect? I'm, I'm assuming you would. Yeah, you're. Um. Yeah. Are you more about the figures rather than the. Uh, I'm definitely more character driven, but I understand why these are hot. Uh, they're gorgeous. They're they look great. Cool. For me, for me personally, maybe, maybe not. I, I don't know. I think one of the, I mean, they're called Space Station and uh, some other kind of terminal. Yeah, Space Station figured arm is clearly Star Wars, but um, I do hope there's no, um, someone posted on our page a while ago, they said that we hope they don't get any kind of uh, legal issues with, uh, I'm sure Disney or Lucasfilm have copyrighted that little, um, the light display uh, somewhere, something will come up, I'm sure, hopefully it doesn't, but... Uh, they are pretty damn stunning, it has to be said. And if you haven't, definitely check them out. Galactic Merchants, they're on Facebook. Uh, Galacticmerchants.com, I believe. Nope, just Galactic Merchants. Facebook.com slash Galactic Merchants. Definitely check them out. Um, one thing, a little small kind of thing that popped up. I just will share it and we'll have a, a look at it. Cad Bane on Netflix. Anyone excited? Do we care? Um, mm. Eh, eh, eh. Not about over the Clone Wars. Anybody excited at all? <clears throat> Not Cad Bane Undenied. so much, you know. I like the Clone Wars. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, to have a whole series or you know mini series based on him, eh? Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same. Paul Tamer, cool. what do you guys think? Uh, I I agree with Jason. I'm you know a little goes a long way with some of these Clone Wars characters. A lot of people you know identify with him. He was okay for me. I I wasn't that you know enamored with him. I know. It, it is a rumor, I guess. But uh, Tamer, what about you? Your daughter? Did she get into the Clone Wars? Was that something that kind of um, <clears throat> appealed to her? Eh, she liked Ahsoka, but uh, kind of my whole it. opinion on the thing. If it gets me more Star Wars, hey, let's go. <laughs> I like that. That's a good. You one. Know? that's definitely a good point of view. I'm tired of waiting well, for something new. Waiting for Rebels. Waiting for Episode Seven. Give me something new. 
I know. Well, they seem to be. I mean, they, they seem to be regurgitating everything they can at the moment. One of the other things that popped yeah. up uh, the press release this week was Lego Star Wars: The Original Trilogy on iOS coming to Android and Windows Phone in January. Um, again, this is. I mean, this is a free game. We've probably all played it at one point. Um, Eddie, I know you're not a big gamer, but um, I don't know. General thoughts again. Anyone excited? Stoked? Is this a good move? Again, I think it is. Generally, we're we're getting people back into Star Wars, but. Uh, I think maybe a meh story again for us all. I'm not a big gamer. There we go. You know, I've, I've played the Angry Birds Star Wars game, admittedly. Um, but, uh, and I bought a couple of the, uh, I think maybe one version of the, the console, uh, Lego, the complete Star Wars, maybe. You know, it, I didn't buy it, you know, day of release or anything, but... Sure. Um, yeah, it's... It's I'm glad meh. it's free. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think that's pretty much the same uh, view from everybody, I would guess. Okay, look, diving on. The next thing we have on a list uh, this year, I mean, quite frankly, we're talking about the Vintage Collection as maybe not being the, the best time, but uh, in some ways it actually has been. Um, particularly for vehicles, we've had the Slave One, beautiful vehicle, a tie interceptor, droid factory with an Ewok catapult, scanning crew, those beautiful scanning crews, the two packs that came out, the big Millennium Falcon, uh, Ender Atat, uh, and Biggs' X Wing this year. And this is all just the Vintage Collection alone. So um, one thing we talked about uh, before, and I'll try and share this just now with you guys. A very popular piece of news. I know Paul, you, and uh, probably pretty much every every one of us posted it, which was the. Um, hopefully, you guys can see that on screen. The uh, Jedi Defender shared the findings they found in the Hasbro customer service page, um, and this has kind of given us an indication. We talked about this in depth in the last po- podcast, but there's quite a bit of stuff coming here. Um, next year, but I just thought we'd go around the table just to see maybe what had excited you guys from this list and get your personal opinions. Eddie and I talked about this before, but Paul, Jason, Tamer, what do you think about some of this stuff? There's quite a cool couple of black six-inch figures and so forth, but... Uh... I was happy to see Reese because we... Uh, uh, Jeff Labovitz uh, let that slip out of his mouth when I was at the New York Comic Con preview party, so when I saw Reese on the list, I was like, yes. <laughs> It's always nice still, to get you know visual affirmation, you know. But still, no yak face. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been teasing that for a while, and it's if it's not on that list, I don't expect it to be for a while. Then. Yeah. Exactly. Tamer, I'm, I'm assuming you go to have a look at this as well. Did you see anything that kind of was wetting your appetite for next year? Was there anything that's um was jumping well, off the page for you? Well, I guess for one thing, you know, loving the six inch line, I kept kept wondering when we're going to see Darth Vader and. I'm overjoyed to see it's the you know Empire Strikes Back version. That's going to be cool. Top pilot. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, I mean, yeah. the six inch was the one that really got me going. Yeah. Um, Baker Scout, whatnot. Java, I know. Java. Which yeah, again, when is that a ATST in the six inch series? What was that? It's just like AST with a question mark. What's that, guys? See that where it says Star Wars Black Series six inch deluxe AST. It's like, does that mean ATST? I know they're going to make a speeder bike. Is ATST an abbreviation uh, for assortment? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I want it to be ATST. 
<laughs> I think we all do. Yeah. Um, this was a real uh, gem of a find in some ways. Uh, yeah. We've had lots, yeah. lots of little leaks this year for things. I mean, the whole Wave 2 and Wave 3 of the Black Series was just wiped, and everybody get that news. And, uh, nice incredibly. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, the Evolutions packs with the uh, new A numbers had my curiosity peaked. I'm sure you know one of them is the Darth Vader one that just was released, but th there was multiple listings for that. So I'm curious to see if that materializes into anything or not. I think one thing's for clear is Toyfer is going to be an incredibly interesting time this year. It's going to be uh, it's going to be something quite different. That's for sure. You know, it's not uh, going to be right. You know it's going to well, be. You know I'm it's going to be disappointing. I'm going to just tell you this. <laughs> you know that I'm just not trying to just be a party pooper here, but it's always a disappointment, or at least it seems like it is. Every year, I'm super excited about it, you know, and it comes around, and I'm like, is that it? You know, is that really it? Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about it and get all worked up about it and think it's going to be great, but it's probably well, not going to like, be. Well, like like last year, you know, there was a decent showing there as far as vintage figures were and you know that was before we knew that they were all going to be internet only I think yeah and so it's it's it'll be hard to look at whatever's revealed at toy fair this year with maybe the same eyes we'll see I mean even the internet only wave turned out in some of the budget stores I think I remember reading on your site Paul uh, mm -hmm. You know, the so-called internet figures ended up in bargain five belows, I think, for you guys, which is just like... Not, J Jason, do you recall what... It wasn't five below. It was something else, some some mall um, store. I'm drawing a blank. Um, we, we were hoping for five below, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> was that would have been relevant. Yeah, it wasn't five below. It was... Um, like FYE some, or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, four-year entertainment or something like that. I don't think they were charged anything below regular retail. Right. They just happened to order, you know, just like you know anyone else, they had the option to order online, and you know they probably ordered from Entertainment Earth or yeah. you know, some you know some online retailer, and that's what they stock their stores with. Right. So. Well, I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying, Eddie, and you're right. I mean, a lot of the times Hasbro have been uh, a little disappointing in what's eventually arrived, and what they say sometimes doesn't uh, always happen. But uh, I guess I'm hopeful, I know that Disney has really acquired this a little bit more, that they should be putting a little more pressure on Hasbro. Maybe I'm delusioned, but... Uh, I, I the sixth... It just seems like a long... I mean, every year come February, I'm always looking forward to Toy Fair, and this has been like what, 16, 17 years, you know, going on. You're always excited about it. I think back in the past about great toy fairs when they show the Rancor or they show a, a Banthar, you know, back in the Power of the Force two days. And they just, like, year after year, it's just more disappointment. They show less. <laughs> I understand that it's just Star Wars brand is just not as big. At the, you know, the toy line is not as big as it used to be. But, yeah, I don't get, yeah. I'm they're, expecting they're disappointment. Under they're under strict directives too from the suits that, uh, to produce less and less product each sure. year. So sure, sure. I mean, they want to be, yeah, they want to make fewer SKUs and sell more of those items. And I, yeah. I get it. I mean, I understand. Uh, but it's just a Star Wars nerd. It's always a bummer because yeah. I just yeah. want everything that's cool. You know, I just want it. You know? Hell, <laughs> I'm right there with fuck you. About the suits. I just want it. Hell, so yeah. Well, one of the uh, things I think we can all agree with was there was uh, 
and we all seem to be unanimous about it, is the vintage collection definitely had some highs and lows and some availability issues, but it was a fine line, I think pretty much because of the cards that appeared and it made quite a difference. Um, Paul, you, you really, uh, probably more so than any of us, had quite a bit of a, a, a play in this area in terms of both uh, your work that you did with uh, Dan Curto, I believe, and yourself and some few others and uh, Steve Sansweet with the book that came out. Look, for those that don't know, the action figure was at the ultimate, I'm looking at my bookshelf here, the ultimate yeah, action figure sure collection. Um, great book, stunning stuff. Um, give us a little, give, give everyone a little bit of an insight into your involvement and what you know about the project and, um, and how it all came about. Um, it, it was actually, you know, uh, uh, Steve Sands, we had reached out to Dan Curdo to, uh, you know, work on this book and it was, you know, I'm very secretive and kept quiet. And, uh, they uh, they had tr they were having trouble coming up with photos of some of the action figures to add to the book, so they started googling and thank God, uh, Jedi Temple archives kept coming up for the photos that they were looking for. So, unbeknownst to Steve Sansui, um, he didn't know that Dan and I were friends. So <laughs> he says, "Hey, do you know do you know Jedi Temple archives? Do you, do you know the guys there?" and uh, you know, I eventually was reached out to, and that's how I came on board. So they they had begun working really heavily into the book, taking tons of pictures and. Jealous. And you know, I I came came in like midway, uh, and you know, helped them with the photography and you know a couple of the write-ups here and there, but um, I don't. It, any of the specific questions or no? Just I mean, I mean, it, there's a lot of work that went into this book. This was uh, serious amounts of stuff. I know, obviously, you were you know partially involved, but um, cool still, stuff. I mean, it is damn cool stuff. Sorry, it has to be said. Oh, sorry, Tim, are you sharing the book? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, well, there, you know, there's a lot of um, you know, heated arguments about how to organize the figures too. Uh, uh, I remember uh, one of the battles was how to properly named the uh, 2012 product line and uh, you know that was a battle I won but uh, you know some <laughs> sometimes like all the uh, shadows of the dark side stuff was called dark skies and that 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 bothers me to this day but that's you know just that's just my opinion um, so you know you, you win some you lose some but, well uh, like I think we all agree it's a stunning, but if you haven't, definitely check it. We'll put another link in the show notes to that if you haven't bought it. Great Christmas present, may I add. Complete toy I pornography. Every page totally is need it. like, oh my god. It's essential soft stuff. Um, Give it. The only problem is... Yeah, exactly. The only problem we were talking about yesterday, Paul, was um, it's out of date already, and we all, you know, we want more, so it's uh, you better work with Steve and uh, give us more. So volume yeah, there, two, please. <laughs> there, there's um, you know, there's been ru rumors and you know, underground discussion that you know there'll be supplemental material coming out in the future. So yeah. we'll have to see. Cool. Well, one one thing that's uh, uh, to me just as good. I was a little bit involved, but um, <laughs> you did a stunning job here as well. I mean, this is all things. This is this is the shrine to the vintage collection here. This segment, folks. But. Um, Yes, you had the book, but you also did this. You pulled together a lot of the great sites from around the web uh, and also people from Hasbro and others into this really good article. And I ask anyone, if you haven't already read it, go online, get a cup of tea or coffee because it's a good hour's read of tons of information. And it's, Paul, essentially, I can't be wrong, but it was basically like the best of the vintage collection from an assortment of views of people, yeah? 
Uh, uh, yeah. I, um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with this, but I had actually done two of these in the past, one for the oh. Legacy Collection, which was really tiny, and then a little bit of a bigger one for the red phase of the Legacy Collection. And, uh, you know, I, I knew that I would want to do it again for the Vintage Collection, but I just wanted it to be super huge. And um, while, you know, th this looks great and everything, I, I didn't have anything to do with how this looks. I, I, I basically just barked orders to Chuck and drove him nuts and made him... <laughs> Made him hate me already more than he already does, but uh, uh, I'm I'm so thrilled that I, I work with such great people who have these technical skills. Um, I also got got a lot of extra help from you know my colleagues from the uh, around the web. Uh, Jason helped me write some extra you know um, uh, bios about the figures and you know why they're worthy of definitive status and top 25 status and. Uh, Dan Curto created a special poster. There's like a little freebie on there that you can download. Um, Bantha Skull, uh, Chris Swansky from Bantha Skull helped me develop the. Uh, he actually did develop the bio page. You know uh, how we wanted to introduce all the the, the panel. So I, I'm thankful to him. Uh, Rich Alot from Rebel Scum uh, taught us how to do the the tab. We wanted tabs so you can just easily click them and go to the different sections. So. It was really a community effort, and uh, you know, it may have been the brainchild of JTA, but you know, it would have been nothing without everybody. And um, Imperial Shipyards was there. Um, you can see the the list of all the, the yeah, people yeah, who participated. Yeah. Fly Guy was there. Yakface.com. He's awesome, uh, by the way. No, sorry. <laughs> I heard he was a jerk. I don't know. I got a different opinion. I heard he was People tell me he was an asshole, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. I heard that too, but never mind. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I think what it is, though, I mean, it is, you're right, it was a lot of work. But it just, you pull together, or you and Chuck pull together this, uh, it's just a really good read. It's just, and I'm not, yeah, okay, we were involved a little bit, but the images, the lay, even these little banners, I don't know if that was you, Jason, or whoever it was, but uh, uh, it, it's just beautiful. It's a really good... It's well, can, can I interrupt you? Those those sure. banners that that everyone loves, including me, that almost caused the division of JTA. So, really, <laughs> a, a good example of how how tenuous this was. <laughs> Why was that? What was the problem there? What was? Um, I I said I I was working with Chuck, and I'm like Chuck, we have to have the figures' names in their you know their colored name pills, and he's like, it's so much work, it's so much, and and we we just went back and forth, back and forth, but he finally caved. So. <laughs> Chuck and I are very good friends. <laughs> there we go. And one of, of course, the, the favorite that seemed to come out for everybody, Gamma Rain Guard. What a stunner oh, yeah. of a figure. That was one of the best. But uh, yeah, absolutely encourage it. If you haven't already, uh, get a read of that thing. It's um, it's a mammoth read. There's lots more that, than is mentioned there. But um, it's, Oh, uh, can, can I just have one thing? The, yeah, uh, sure, go for it. I, I think the best part was that Hasbro was willing to participate. I, I was shocked when I got a, an affirmative answer from them. Uh, you know, we have three, uh, you know, high up people who gave, send in their top 20. So that was wonderful having them on board during their busy time and their busy schedule. Yeah, it, it, yep. it, and again, you managed to bring all these different sites together and really interesting comments and reviews from everybody. And like this thing we're doing here today, everybody has a different opinion, but we're we're all fans of the the the, the franchise itself. So it just it makes it really interesting. Great article, uh, and I think it's one you definitely should repost uh, again for others because the. Uh, I, I forgot to I forgot to mention uh, Arnie for Arnie uh, from Star Wars Action News also oh, yeah. helped me a lot too. So thanks to him too. 
No, no, it's just they're, they're a good bunch. I mean, Arnie, this and, year at Celebration Europe, lovely guy. Sorry, Jason, yeah. on you go. Uh, you know, f features like this have, you know, have a huge amount of weight and importance to Hasbro. I think as to where they know what they want to see collector or they want to hear from collectors and they want to know what collectors like and a, a best of list like this I, I, I can't imagine it doesn't do anything but help them you know sort out what to do in the future yeah yeah I agree it's yeah. uh, it, it, I, the main questions I often get asked is like uh, I've got two figures in my hand which one do I buy I'm like I don't know which one do you like, but uh, it's this at least gives you it separates the wheat from the chaff, gives you different viewpoints and opinions. It's very balanced. Everyone's got their own kind of uh, good solid viewpoint, but um, and they are great figures. We all love these figures, but uh, yes, definitely we've definitely definitely check that out. Well, uh, the key point of this year, we've come to the end of 2013, um, and it has been an interesting year for toys. And it doesn't necessarily have to be Star Wars toys, but just going to go around all of you guys, see what you think. Um, top five toys of the year, it may be a Hot Toys, maybe Marvel, or it could be Star Wars, but or it could be uh, it could be Saga Mission Series. We never know. So, um, <laughs> generally, look, what do you think? What's uh, uh, Jason, let, let's start with you. What do you think of this year? What's your kind of top toys of 2013? Um, I've got my list organized here. Um, awesome. Going from five to one, um, five, I would say, is the Black Series six-inch line. It's awesome. a new new venture for Hasbro, for Star Wars anyway, um, and it brings in people that maybe were kind of leery about getting into Star Wars in general, you know, as far as an action figure collecting standpoint. It lets them start fresh. It lets them start with a new line, a new scale, a very detailed and, you know, decently decorated scale. I, th I think it's, I think it was a good thing for Hasbro to finally break, break into that for the Star Wars line. Um, that being said, uh, number four, the first offering, really, for the six-inch line was Boba Fett, and I think that was a key character, probably to start the line out with, because it gets the hardcore collector in and maybe the peripheral collector in, but absolutely knows who Boba Fett is, and being an exclusive, including a second figure being um, Han Solo and Carbonite. I think they won big with with that. Um, my number three um, jumping manufacturers here is going to Sideshow. Uh, they produced and released a lot of cool uh, six-scale figures in uh, 2013. Um, my favorite of which I think is the Snow Trooper, along with the uh, E-Web Cannon that they have. It's that was cool. Yeah, I remember you posted a lot of that. Yeah, it's it's just one of my favorite favorite things and you know you uh, sideshow does such a great job with the details and you know it's just tough to argue that sideshow and their partners produce quality amazing merchandise so I went with them for that good choice number two uh, was the Star Wars mythos line from sideshow 
Oh, you loved that, didn't you? The Obi Wan. Yes. The it was. A, it's a new scale. It's very similar to the premium format line, but more, you know, kind of interpretive and I would say uh, organic than maybe the the premium format line. Um, my favorite of that was the Obi Wan. I would say. Excellent. That's and my number one, my number one was the jumbo yak face figure from Gentle Giant. <laughs> <laughs> yak, yak, face doesn't, yak face doesn't come around too often, so I had to go with them. And they released two last year, so you know, being the celebration Europe exclusive. But no, that I think last year or 2013 was a great year for collectors, and it was a great year for. General and niche collectors, I think. So that's right. That's, that's my good, list. That's a good selection. I didn't actually think you were going to include Yak Feast. And I thought, where's he going here? What's going to be number one? But you did. Um, good, good selection. Good selection. And I know you like the Mythos, which are pretty impressive. I have to see your photographs really, really nearly put me over the edge with the Boba Fett one. I was kind of very, very close. But, yes. Um, Obi Wan was very cool. Uh, Tamer, what, what about you? What's uh, your top toys of 2013? Well. Uh, definitely want to give an honorable mention to that to that gentle giant jumbo line. That thing is cool. I have quite a few of them, but number five is this gal, Mara Jade. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to say. Um, big here, from okay. Yeah, big here. I mean, they mess with that gal, and she still comes out swinging. Uh, I think she's great. I really think she is, and I know a lot of people are going to mess me after this and ask me what I've been drinking before I went on this podcast. But she, <laughs> she's, she's really. I mean, guys, I know big hair, but you know I'm an she's '80s good. guy myself. Yeah, so I mean, she doesn't really bother me, but uh, I really did enjoy her. I really did. And as a matter of fact, uh, there's three of them in my house now, and you know I normally just buy one carded figure. Yeah. So that's how much I liked her. And, of course, you know, uh, some of the, uh, you know, vintage vehicles, of course, are top on my list, being the Toys R Us, you know, AT-AT was really cool, as well as that Amazon Slave 1, you know, 4 and 3, respectively. Those, you know, iconic boxes, you know, really cool vehicles, and I don't know how long I've been waiting to get the Empire Strikes Back paint job on that Slave 1, but it, it seems like a long time, and it really brings me back to the vintage one I had as a kid, looking at it right now, but really cool vehicles. Uh, number, I don't know, I'm kind of going number two, this thing. I didn't like the price I had to pay for it because I didn't get on Hasbro Toys Shop to get it yep. soon enough. But that that six inch SDCC Boba Fett with Han and Carbonite's really cool pack. Uh, I was kind of waffling between number two and number three on it. And I, number one, guys, the uh, Galactic Merchants action figure display stands. Mm. I think. Wow. Uh, I think for anybody that gets their hands on those, you know, that likes three and three quarter at all, and I'm kind of a fingers crossed that maybe we're going to get some six cent sets maybe now that they've had such success with their three and three quarter line. But I think if you really get your hands on those, you're really going to like them. It's like I said, they're really durable. Uh, you know, here's their space 
cruiser set. I mean, just look at the detail on that thing. I don't know if my webcam will show it close enough, but I mean, it just everything about it is just phenomenal. And we we clearly love about. these guys. Galactic mm -hmm. merchants are getting a PR today. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good selection. Very good selection. What, Very close to what's, what's cool about those Galactic Merchants sets is they're scalable. Like, right. yeah. what's to say you can't blow that up to the 6-inch line, you know, to fit mm -hmm. the 6-inch figures, or down to the Lego line, or down to, you know, like Kubrick's, or, you know, something. It's, it's just so versatile. It's that simple. Yep. Pop in another piece. We have 6-inch series, don't we, Jace? Yep. Or even just in, enlarge the whole three D printing process, you know, right. and yeah. by you know fifty percent or whatever it takes to. It's like a Lego. Yep. I <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. It's like Legos, but bigger. Um, yeah. Paul, Jedi Temple Archives. What's your top toys of two thousand and thirteen? Um. It was kind of hard for me to rank them, but um, roughly <laughs> a, a loose a loose ranking. Um, Vism from the Black Series. I'm a huge wow. uh, Jabba's Palace freak, so anything that falls in that category, you know, I'm into. Um, number four would be the 12 inch Bosk from the Sideshow Collectibles, nice. one six scale. Um, Number three, Pablo Jill. I think it's probably the most underrated figure of the year. Uh, if, if you play with that figure and uh, just inspect its articulation, it can do almost anything. It might have a couple issues with the paint job, you know, parts not matching perfectly, but it's, uh, you know, pretty high up there for me. Yeah. Um, my second and uh, first choice are both uh, from Sideshow Collectibles Premium Format line. Uh, number two, I guess, would be Shock T. Uh, I, I love the Force Unleashed. Um, I, I love that all the characters gorgeous. from that. It was pretty gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, they really improved their light, light up lightsaber effect. It looks really good in the dark. Um, so she, she came out like perfect for me. I, I, I was just gonna say, every guy loves that Shock T from the Force Unleashed. There's, <laughs> there's yeah. nobody that why. doesn't love that one. But I wonder why. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. And uh, my number one would have to be the uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO premium format set. That uh, just, it's just okay. brilliant. Especially, okay. got, I got the exclusive version with the clean bases and the clean armor, so uh, it's, it's, that R2-D2 is phenomenal. The way it lights up, has like billions of colors in it, all LED. It's really nice. Interesting. And and C3PO has the three lights in his eyes. One, two, three. <laughs> wow. That's an expensive like piece. Just a very expensive piece. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Let's not go there. That's uh, called macaroni and cheese for three months. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, you, you've got a... I can see your list here. You've got one thing that's in there that I, I did love, and I should have actually included it in my top five, but, uh, but go for it. Tell us your top five toys of the year. Okay, well... Um, Flaga knows I'm not a big fan of the man dolls, so there won't be any hot, to hot toys <laughs> or sideshow, any of that stuff on mine. I'm, I'm strictly, you know, three and three quarter and six inch guys. Six inch guys. So, my number one, I'll start from the top. My number one, the best. I mean, you guys may not may may not be huge GI Joe fans, but was the uh, the GI Joe Ultimates wave Ultimate. that came 
was absolutely stunning. I mean, it was. Beware. They were awesome. I mean, if um, I got, they just kicked the crap out of Star Wars right now with that wave. They were outstanding. There was nothing that Star mm. Wars did that was even close to it. Twelve unique figures that were all nothing was a repack, and they were all like you know the figures that were really well done that they were in you know the people really wanted. And I, and I noted on there that the Storm Shadow in particular was an just an awesome figure. It was just like. I mean, I, I would have a serious Star Wars boner if they could ever do anything like that. But they, they never will. I, I know because of the, co- the tooling, the cost, they'll never do that. But yeah, that was outstanding. The G.I. Joe, that wave was head and shoulders above everything else. Um, the, Kmart, the Kmart Star Wars exclusives I really liked. I really, really liked those. I liked the little Ewok catapult. Um, the G.I. Joe Eagle Hawk. The Eagle Hawk helicopter, I was a big fan of that. We sold tons of them, and it was a great, great vehicle. Um, I'm a big Walking Dead fan, and uh, I really like the Series 4 McFarlane figures. I won't go off on my ramp. I'll just say, though, that they're, they're a bit in the 5-inch scale, and they are just so much better than what Hasbro gives us. The paint apps, the detailing, you know, they do the digital scanning of the characters, and they're... They're great, and they don't cost. They're not, you know, the price is not that much more than uh, than what Star Wars is, and you get so much more. And uh, I guess, um, you know, like everyone else, I was, you know, blown away by by Boba Fett. Six inch Boba Fett was incredible. So uh, yeah, major props to Hasbro. They did a great job on that one. That was that was an awesome one. And uh, an honorable mention, I'll say this is uh, I don't know if you guys are uh, familiar with the uh, Dollar General. Joes, the basic series Joes that mm-hmm. Hasbro, yes, they, they 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 had solicited those. They were not they were only available uh, to discount chains, so you couldn't order them at you couldn't order them from like EE or BBTS or us or anybody originally. And then they um, they basically opened it up and because we tried to put them in, we tried to put orders in for them early on when they first uh, when they first hit the market. But it was a great deal because they were basically re- repaints. But they came in at a super, you know, at a good price point, six bucks, and uh, I think that's a good idea. So uh, I'd like you to see them. them for four dollars right now. Some of them are less than three dollars. So um, oh yeah, they're great. I mean, they're a great deal. I mean, that's like that's like cost. That's hell. a cool I mean, figure. Yeah, they're great figures. I mean, who doesn't like to get good stuff at a good price? I mean, those are great. So um, I wish Hasbro would do that with Star Wars. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. No, so, that's my the licensing fees that prevent that. You think? Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. I mean, the Joes, it being a Hasbro property, they, they, they can spend more money, include more, you know, more accessories, do more, yeah, do more as far as articulation goes. So yeah, I'm sure there's some constraints there with cost, and I, I understand that, but um, they cheap out with Star Wars sometimes. I mean, really, if I was not a Joe guy growing up, and we've talked about it multiple times, I was, I was not a Joe guy growing up. I was a Star Wars nerd, and I only, we only really started, you know. We had people who requested, you know, hey, get Joes, get Joes, get Joes, particularly our customers from you know, overseas. And so when I started getting into them, I was like, these things are great. They really are awesome figures. So, And it's a shame. The Joe line is it's on you know, life support right now. So <laughs> I'm just hoping there's going to be Jet Joes next year. So. You Star Wars people think they got it bad. Just you know, talk to a Joe collector. They'll tell you. It's terrible. So. I must admit, I agree with you, and it's not in my top five this year, but uh, if you haven't bought or looked, seen any of the G.I. Joe Ultimates, they are unbelievable. We did some reviews a while back. This is just the uh, Storm Shadow. Yeah, I know probably people have got lots of Storm Shadows, but um, the quality of this guy in terms of the 
production on him and the accessories. I think I counted in the video. I can't remember what it was. It's something like twenty-two accessories. When have we ever had that in a Star Wars figure? And yeah, I think you talked just... about that. You talked about that last week, and I was pretty impressed. I did. A... Oh my god, it's just. Great. I know I've raved on about. It. I tend to gush over these things, but the line itself, even Cobra Commander with a swappable head and the 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 jetpack. It, it blew me away. I mean, it was really through Eddie and some of the stuff that he kept saying to me. He said, dude, you got to buy these figures. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll try some and put some in the basket and hooked, absolutely hooked. So, um, Daryl DePriest apparently was behind that line this year. So, um, I believe he was trying to inject some. Yeah, it does, actually. It really does. And he went to He's town. He's passionate about stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Really, really is. So, uh so thank you guys. My top five for the year. Um, look, I think it's a little bit torn between the GI Joe Ultimates and um, the uh, Sideshow Collectible Snowtrooper. For me, really blew it. Uh, it just it had something about it. That vintage feel. I know Jason, you bought it as well in the eWeb Cannon. Very jealous of you. But um, that's a lot of money for an eWeb Cannon, man. hundred. Oh no. Oh. But uh, I wanted it so bad, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, beautiful piece. The snow trip, I'm he's not, actually still on stage. I'm not crazy Go about his head movement, though. Were you guys fine with it? I got two of them. I got two of the snow troopers and one of the cannons, and I, I, I don't have any complaints. It's. I know it what Paul like, means, though. It, it's, I, I, there's I nothing understand. inside the head, so it's very. Um, it's it, it it's very something in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take mine out of the box yet. Need to do that. But, uh, considering I'm, I'm just you're having it standing and it's posed and not doing anything, it doesn't bother me. But I must admit, when I'm reviewing it and looking at it, the the head, yeah, they could have put some like a, even a, a blank faceplate or something in there would have helped. But uh, yeah. still a good figure. And the weathering, they just seem to really just uh, get it right. So that was yep. particularly good for me. Um, a crazy one, uh, I know it probably is a bit daft for you guys, and I'm sure it did come out this year, but it was the Vintage Collection uh, BMF, the huge, gigantic box that's kind of behind me here, um, which I managed to get shipped thanks to a really good friend of mine in the US, Matt. What an awesome dude. Uh, he shipped this thing all the way for me, um, and I spent a lot of money on it, so I love it. So it's all <laughs> about the box, which I now have nowhere to store, which is just nuts, but that's, that's me. I'm slightly insane. Um, what else did I have? Uh, the Vintage Collection Slave one has to be said. I thought Hasbro really kicked it with that thing. And uh, oh my god, the issues with Amazon and the ship. And oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> anyway, that was a nightmare. And Paul, you posted some great pictures. Um, and so did you, Jason, uh, about some of the, the woes of people getting these things. Mine arrived looking as if. It was an asteroid. It had just been mashed into this thing, <laughs> and it was missing missiles. And yeah, what a mess. I'm afraid anyway, you got a replacement. Oh, you got to check whether you've got stuff inside. I'll tell you. <laughs> Amazon, they just—I think it's robots. I mean, they're talking about drones this year, but I think it's just robots <laughs> chucking these things in a box. Terrible packaging, people. Not great at all. Um, number two was uh, really the Black Series Sand Trooper for me. I mean, as testament by. Uh, I think ImperialShipyards.net that you guys and the, the tons of customs I saw on your page yeah. for that. People bought this guy in droves, absolutely in droves. And that's one that Hasbro seemed to keep up with in terms of um, availability for some reason. I don't know how they did it. So we'll be interested to see the Stormtrooper as we talked about. But um, he was really, he knocked it out of the park. He really was something special. Um, but the, the, number, the number one toy for me was definitely, I think I was... A little caught up in the moment at Celebration Europe because uh, I paid the equivalent <laughs> of about $80 each 
uh, was the San Diego Comic Con Boba Fett uh, at Celebration Year Boba Fett and Han and Carbonite? Uh, what a figure! Very very cool figure. I think we all agreed this was pretty rocking, but. Uh, it just shows you the quality of this company, which we bashed earlier on, and we were saying, damn you, Hasbro. They really can produce some amazing stuff. And um, Jin Han, the design director we met at Celebration Europe, just a uh, nice guy, and there's a lot of cool things coming for this line. He would not commit to see what it was, but uh, good things for this line, I think. And they've been selling everywhere, so chances are we're really going to get some uh, good stuff as we go forward. That's about us. We had some other links and things in there. I want to kind of. Uh, I think we've kept you guys uh, quite some time already. But um, anything you guys want to plug, talk about anything that's just happened recently. You want to uh, any of you from your news sites or feeds or friends, or you want to shout out to anything you want to say? Silence. Jason, you should mention. I'm sorry, Jason. You should mention your new column. Which one's that? The uh, the custom the oh the uh, too? Co uh, concepts and mockups yeah yeah we have a uh, a new custom uh, feature on our site that we post every Monday um, basically it's a a custom slash suggestion box for Hasbro <laughs> um, to produce some you know original trilogy based figures slash box sets that would be relatively easy to produce but you know true to what they true to the theme of what they should be um, our uh, our we brought this someone on? new on board um, local Godel is his name uh, uh, Jonathan he's done some great Photoshop mock-ups using you know Photoshop and some existing figure parts to present new new figures that just blow away anything that's come out in really a long time. Um, so okay. you can check that it out. It is excellent our site. stuff. Yeah, it's it's very great. You can check that out in our forums, and if you um, if you search concept of the week on our site, you'll be able to to find those figures. So, so this is the concept series I'm sharing right now on screen. Is that? Um, yep. Wow, they're stunning. Yeah, yep. they're incredible. Using basic figures, maybe just you know changing up a few parts and some paint, and you basically have a whole new figure, a whole new scene, a whole new battle pack, you know, multi pack, what have you. It's it's just a really cool thing. So I applaud Justin and Jonathan for putting that together for us. That's excellent. That's very very cool. It just it just shows you how Hasbro really sometimes they, they really could be cleaning up, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, with uh, little investment really on their part, you know, yeah, it's just a bit it's of not paint. like they're you know reinventing the wheel. It's taking stuff they already have and tweaking it and repainting it a little bit. And they're just so yeah. disconnected from us now. It's it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It seems a little uh, well, maybe with this acquisition of. Um, uh, Lucasfilm, I guess. Maybe there's some rumblings. I don't know what will happen there with between those two, but uh, it's going to be interesting anyway, that's for sure. But uh, Yeah, there are some rather cool figures. Very, very cool. Cool. 
Okay, guys. Look, we'll 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 keep this short and sweet and won't uh, drag on any. But there's a few other things here, but we can we can talk about them another time. But um, look, thank you again for joining us, all of you. That was uh, very good to get to hear your opinions and your top fives of the 2013. Um, in terms of where people can find you, uh, Tamer, where can people find you and Imperial Shipyards? All right, Tamer at ImperialShipyards.net as far as an email address and www.imperialshipyards.net on the web and we have a Facebook page along the same lines. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on again. Paul, nice to have you as well. Where can people, I think people know where to find you, but uh, uh, where can people find Jedi <laughs> Temple Archives? Um, you can email me directly at paul at jedi-temple-archives.com. I still take questions for our uh, you know, daily uh, Q&A of the day column. Uh, whenever they come in, I, I answer them. Um, but the site's JediTempleArchives.com, and we also have a Facebook page. So please like us. We, you know, we only take organic likes on our site. So <laughs> organic latte likes, Rick. Um, <laughs> no, I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jason, people, and again, I don't know if there's many Star Wars fans who don't know where you're from, but uh, just. Uh, Plug it away anyway. Where are you from? Uh, yakface.com. You can see all of our uh, social media links there, and you can email or uh, pose any questions, whatever, to news at yakface.com, and I'll respond in kind. Excellent. And they also only take organic likes as well. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's buying likes? Who's doing that? <laughs> all of our discussion of that another day. Um... MrDorksideToys.com, which I've just given away. Where can people find you? <laughs> okay, great sponsor. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly. I'm not going to give out my email address because, uh, well, I get too many damn emails. So you can <laughs> find us at uh, DorksideToys.com, uh, Facebook.com, uh, slash DorksideToys, and uh, unlike the other two, we take all the likes. So we'll just take whatever you want to do. <laughs> you just come over and shower us in likes. <laughs> and we'll bathe in your likes. Uh, and at uh, at Dorkside Toys uh, on Twitter. So um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, that's it. They'll take likes. They'll take licks. Just go ahead and uh, whatever. Uh, like we're them. easy. Lick, 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 whatever. Lick, Something like it doesn't matter. Well, we're easy. Dorkside No, thank you for joining and thank you for uh, yes, all your kind sponsorship. Um, that's it. Uh, that's us. Thank you for joining again. We've had some few interesting comments. I've been trying to reply to some throughout the show. We did have Dan Carter at one point. I think he deleted his comment. I don't know what happened there. Seth Lord was on. He was commenting. He was out and about. Uh, Mr. Han Solo, thank you for dropping your comment as well. Uh, Jamie, nice to see you again. Mr. Name Jedi. Lego Master Cole583 and a few other questions and bits and pieces in there. So this show was live. If you're watching this on YouTube, obviously, we're done now. And um, uh, you'll get all the show notes in MP3, as I mentioned earlier on below this in the next 24 hours or so. So you can find me at flyguy.net and on Facebook, YouTube, Google+, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Just search for Flyguy. You'll find me. That's it. Thank you yet again. Great panel. Great to speak to and finally meet you guys as well. Um, have a good evening. Thanks for joining. And um, we'll see you in the new year for something else for Boring Conversation anyway. That's it. Happy holidays, everybody. Good night. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Bye -bye.